0: You need Indeed. The Bucks won a NBA championship. Yeah. What? What? (laughs) He tries to take a post, face. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform?
1: If I've learned a lot, this I, I'm not gonna say it,
0: that sounds too bad. Yeah, no, it's good. No, 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 head. no, no. <laughs> if the Bucks do win it all, Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, probably a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and GSPN. I am one of your hosts, Ty Windish, joined on a pretty dreary Monday morning in Oshkosh. Don't know how it is in Milwaukee. Let's find out. My fantastic co-host Rohan Cadi. How's it going, sir?
1: Doing well. It is pretty, pretty gray outside here, too. I think uh, it's supposed to be like the rainiest day of the summer. It's
0: been raining Wisconsin. all since I've woken up. It's been raining here in Oshkosh, so it, it sure looks like it.
1: Uh, I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I do have to go outside later today. See, so Yeah, you'll I'm be less, less of a fan, of a fan then. then. Yeah, less of a fan. If I just had to stay inside or ha- had the option to stay inside all day, I'd love it. Yeah, uh, I do not have that option today.
0: Uh, Big but, umbrella uh, day for Rohan Kadi. See, if Uh-oh. I'm just
1: walking from Uh-oh. like a parking lot inside somewhere, I'm not taking an umbrella.
0: Depends on the severity of the rain. I used to be with not you, in my opinion. I, I used to be with you. I had to walk from Pick and Save to my car in like a torrential downpour. Uh, probably about a week ago now. I was actually soaked. And I, I really wish I'd had an umbrella. I didn't even know it was gonna rain. I wouldn't have had one. But normally I'm like, yeah, I don't care. If I'm just walking a little bit, I don't need an umbrella.
1: Oh, I just I just keep one in my car.
0: Well, I was in the store. Oh, so no I wouldn't have, even if I was prepared, I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been able to have it, but my groceries were wet. It wasn't ideal.
1: that's fair, but it's just like if it's such a short distance, I'm not going to bring. Then I have to deal with the umbrella, and I have to let it it might have blown
0: away in this because it was pretty torrential. Uh, Anyway, we're talking about the weather. This is really Midwest of us, but we've got a packed,
1: real real off season. Yeah, real off
0: season too. Got a packed slate of content to discuss today. I guess we're making the content. We have news to discuss today. We're going to get to James Harden. Um, We full disclosure. Thankfully, we've been recording on Monday mornings in the off season. Um and we we didn't miss it. We are going to talk about it. So we'll we'll get there. We gotta save that for the end, or we won't get to anything else because we'll be too busy laughing. FIBA World Cup is coming up. Uh as longtime listeners know, we cover these events to some degree of, of intensity, not as much as Milwaukee Bucks games, of course, but there are two Milwaukee Bucks who are playing in the FIBA World Cup this year. Only two as our first bit of news is, Giannis is officially not able to play. He broke the news on Twitter uh, in English and Greek, basically saying, you know, he really wanted to play,
1: you want, just you want couldn't to do it.
0: it. Yeah, read it out, please.
1: Okay, so this is from me. Yeah, I'm actually reading this on Instagram.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Not x.com.
1: Yeah, not x.com. Everyone knows my passion and love for my national team has and never will change. Since, since the conclusion of my NBA season, I have been pushing my body to the limits to be the player I need to be to help our team achieve the goals we set. But after months of work and multiple meetings with medical staff, it is clear that I am not ready to compete in the level that I need to be to participate in the World Cup. This was not a choice, but my only option in ensuring I get back to the level of basketball I've worked so hard to achieve so far in my career. I am extremely disappointed in this outcome, but this was a decision made with the medical staff. I'm going to continue to push myself to be ready for the next time my name is called. My personal and our ultimate team goal is to qualify for the 2024 Olympic Games, and it will be an honor to represent my national team next year.
0: So, real quick, um, I mean, A, it sucks Giannis can't play. I'm glad he's not playing after finally getting a knee scope for the first time, I think, ever, at least that we've heard about, um, despite that crazy 2021 injury and how precarious the situation was and everything else. Sucks though. Feel for Giannis. Greece, I believe, has to be one of the best two or three European teams in this tournament to get a Olympic qualifier that way. Otherwise, it will they'll need to place high enough in tournaments they will not have Giannis for. Which honestly, those tournaments may even work out better for Greece. To be honest, not not that having Giannis is bad for them, but the the Greek players who play in in Europe are most of the core of the team outside of. Giannis and Nathanasis Satetokounmpo. I don't know if Kostas... I don't think Kostas is even on the, the roster this year. I don't remember. I haven't seen him play at all. And the bit of the friendlies I've caught so far for Greece. But I guess it wouldn't matter. He would be overseas anyway. So I think they'll still have a chance to do so. It's going to be really hard in this particular tournament, I think, because we know how good Europe is. But, you know, Nikola Jokic is not playing. Who knows? Who knows what, what Greece could be capable of Christops this summer. Kristaps might not play. with Latvia. Um there I mean, if even if he's limited, that group it's gonna be hard for them to get out of. So the, the two bucks then we have left playing are of course Giannis's older brother, the Nasus Atekumpo, who is playing a lot for Greece. I'm not sure if he's starting every game, but he's playing a pretty big role. He is a featured player on the Greek team. So for those of you like Rohan Kadi, who are huge TA fans, you'll want to catch some of these Greek games because he's doing a lot. He's guarding premier opposition players such as Luka Doncic. Uh, They will actually dominating, uh, having good success. I I will say this on Ta. I think we'll talk about Ta a lot the next month or so as we as we watch this. This has got to be his best chance since like his first year with the Bucks to have a real to earn a real role, right? Like it had.
1: Oh yeah, it is because there's a there's a blank slate. Yeah, like with a new coach and Adrian Griffin, everyone is realistically on more or less equal footing. When it comes to like setting the rotation. Yep. Uh in, in Adrian Griffin's eyes. So yeah, TA is a chance to make a real impact. And one way to do that is impress on the court in whatever yeah. facet you can.
0: One and of two bucks players. One of only two bucks players with that with this opportunity. The other one, Bobby Portis with Team USA. You know, I think we know Bobby's gonna be playing a role no matter what as one of the few true bigs on the roster. But he's still gonna
1: be, he's gonna be sticking his tongue out at KD and Draymond Green.
0: It's gonna be fun to it's gonna be fun to watch both of these teams. I'm actually really excited for this FIBA World Cup because I think we're gonna to get to see some Bucks players in different roles. I mean, we know Giannis is always gonna be on the ball all the time, but seeing like real wing Thanasis on a bit of a smaller and and I'd say more probably more switchable Greek team. They still play Papi Giannis a lot. He's a traditional center, but it's a lot of wings on that roster. So that's been pretty fun. And then of course Team USA, a whole new look Team USA. A lot of young players. Bobby Portis probably not factoring in as a starter, but should have some opportunity to play. I think the game, the European game is actually well-suited for Bobby Portis, like being able to face up, score out of the post, like as 6'10", he's going to be one of the bigger players in the game at all time, able to score over opposing players. I think he could have some big moments for Team USA, to be honest with you, but it's a it's a good team. I think people kind of underrate how good that roster is. Um before we do schedules, sh- no, let's. We should probably do schedules and path forward, then expectations for the two teams. But first, what are your thoughts on on Bobby and Team USA?
1: No, I agree. That face-up jumper is going to be hit at least five times a game when he's on the court. Uh, it's er, it will be shot at least five times a game
0: when he's on yeah. The court. Uh, probably hit too. I mean, yeah. The, I
1: mean, he, he's a good shooter. Like he, he's proven to be th- thus far in his NBA career. Eh, it's trailed off a little bit, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so far in these exhibition games, he's been he's been putting the ball on
0: the basket. Well, shorter three point line too, and and hopefully lethal shooter did not make the trip to. Uh, I think they're in Abu Dhabi next. They were just somewhere else. They're, they're, they're just in Spain. The games themselves, I believe, are in the Philippines, New Zealand, and Japan.
1: Indonesia, I
0: think. Indonesia, thank you. Um, yes. So, I was going to say something else. I forgot. But I'm um, yeah I'm excited to watch Bobby. So the two Bucks players are actually in the same group for the FIBA World Cup, which means they will be playing for sure in the group stage. They are also playing in the friendly stage. So oh, I was just gonna say you can catch these games. Some the friendlies have just been kind of kind of harder to find, especially in in the U.S. So I think far, they've
1: been easier. They've been on like, really? national networks.
0: Uh, not all the Greek ones. All the, the USA Greek ones. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's focus on the, the, the star Milwaukee Buck playing, Rohan. Let's okay, focus let's, on T.A. Yes. here. Yes, the, so the two USA friendlies, there's two remaining. One is against Greece. That's going to be fun. I'm I, just going to throw this out there. I don't know if this works for you, Rohan. I think this is going to work for me to do a playback. I might just do a playback for the five people who would want wait, to watch what, this.
1: Wait, wait, when
0: is it? It's Friday at 11 a.m. Central time. US. Yeah. It might just be me. It might be me and one person. I might do it anyway. I'll see. I need to clarify some things about my schedule, but I I am interested in that. I'm interested in watching that with the sickos. So I'd love to know people's interest level. Let me know in the GSPN discord, which you can find along with all of our links at gspn.info. If you're in for Friday, this coming Friday, early or late morning playback USA agrees. So that's going to be on FS1. I believe it will be carried on playback as well. Like that's another thing I should find out before I promise this room, but I'm pretty sure they are. And then the other the other USA-friendly remaining is against Germany. This is also 11 a.m. Central Time. This will be on Fox. This is Sunday, August 20th. So this coming Sunday, you can watch Team USA and Bobby Portis as well. And then, of course, we've already covered how you can find one of the Ger- the Greek team friendlies. The other one, of course, also against Germany. I think that's probably the only three teams in Abu Dhabi right now. That is the in-between day. So that is August 19th. So that's the Saturday. I don't know what time. I don't know how to watch that. TBD on that. But um, that's actually a revenge game for Greece because Germany knocked them out of the last. Was that people? No, was that Eurobasket of the last Eurobasket. Euro-basket. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully uh, Greece can yeah, get some did revenge. We
1: a pod about how we hate Dennis Schroeder.
0: Still do. Yep. Um, Team USA is undefeated so far. Unsurprisingly, probably will remain undefeated. They've played some pretty good teams: Slovenia, Spain, Puerto Slovenia Rico.
1: Without Luca,
0: yeah, did he just sit out?
1: Yeah, because he, he sat played out. so
0: many. That's pretty disappointing. Like skip one of the Greece games, dude. No offense to to Greece, but kind of disappointing.
1: A little bit, but also like, you know, why go? Why go all all out? Because if you're playing yeah. the US, you're going to go all the way out.
0: That's true. Uh, I'm sure Germany's going to be sitting some people for one of these two friendlies as well. Because why play it back to back? That that means nothing. If you don't have to. So those are the remaining friendlies all this weekend for these teams. And then the actual basketball will start on August 25th is the overall. But neither the U.S. nor Greece plays then. They play Saturday, August 26th, when Greece takes on Jordan at 3.45 a.m. And the U.S. takes on New Zealand at 7.40 a.m. So now we can get into, I guess, the groups and why it matters so uh, those are, of course, the four teams in the Group C, which is what both the U.S. and Greece are in. The other two teams are Jordan and New Zealand. Neither have any NBA players. Greece just has the Nasus. The U.S., of course, has all NBA players. Um, the top two Plus teams. Plus that,
1: that, that G League guy on the select
0: team. Did he actually make it on the team?
1: No. Oh, no, on he's the not select the team. team. <laughs> oh, I was, I
0: was going to say, wow, good for him. Um the um, So the top two teams of each group make it through. So even without Giannis, Greece should really make it through to the second round of this thing. I mean, New Zealand, I think, is, is capable. Jordan is is not a, a great basketball nation of, uh, to this point. Maybe they'll prove the world wrong and beat Team USA. Uh, I wouldn't hold your breath. So I think Greece should have a pretty good shot to make it to the second round. Obviously, uh, USA also will, will have a... A solid shot of making it through as well. You just have to finish top two in the group. And again, it's Greece, US, Jordan, and New Zealand. So starts on the 26th with Jordan, Greece, and USA, New Zealand. Then on Monday, August 28th, we have have the big matchup. The big game. The real, the second one of the of this summer, but the real actual counting Greece versus USA game, 7:40 AM Central Time. And then I believe – yeah, the other two – New Zealand Jordan play earlier that morning at, again, 3.45 a.m. If you're really in a FIBA World Cup and you want to wake up and watch that game, power to you. Um, I don't think you should. And then Wednesday, what August – Or if you're in
1: a different part of the world where you that's can actually true. watch it at a normal time?
0: And if you have – I believe you can watch in the NBA app, but you still need the courtside 1891 like pass to watch. I'm not totally clear on that. I know the games are in the NBA app, but I'm not sure – I don't know if League Pass gets you the games. I don't think so. I could be wrong. It's a little as always with all things weird. FIBA. Everything's a little weird, a little murky. They're they're putting a lot of things together here. Um, and then finally, Wednesday, August 30th, Greece plays New Zealand at 740. You know, if Greece has picked up a loss at that point, that could be a very big game. Or if New Zealand beats Jordan, that could could theoretically be the deciding game for who makes it. And then early morning, 3 40 a.m. Central usa jordan again if you're a huge bobby portis fan he maybe he'll play a lot in this game uh, i don't think it's going to be a, I know, a very I think, competitive I think we're game
1: get a lot of walker kessler in that game
0: yeah that's true uh, i i a lot certainly of agree. I, I i agree with you um so rohan what do you think i've just been talking a lot but do you think that greece will make it out of this round
1: Yes. I know technically, I think Jordan, are they ranked ahead of Greece? I will check. But uh, it's it, like the, the talent in terms of like the actual raw talent, Greece is...
0: Like, no, the they are best. not. No, yeah, they are what not. that's figured. Jordan's FIBA world rank is 33. Greece is 9. New Zealand is 26.
1: Yeah, this should be very, very easy for USA and Greece to advance. US USA is
0: 2. By the way,
1: because Spain is number one, Spain
0: is number one. Yes,
1: uh, didn't they won like the last world cup? Didn't
0: they? Uh, I think they won the last Euro because the U.S. didn't win the last world cup. I think they won the last one, or was it the Olympics they won and they lost the world cup?
1: I think they lost the world cup, won the Olympics.
0: You may be right.
1: Uh, fact check me while I talk, I about will. But USA Greece, like this is this is pretty straightforward. Like New Zealand doesn't have any NBA talent. Jordan doesn't have any NBA talent. You're Greece. correct. Okay, cool. Greece does. They also have the experience of playing together, like with like these this group of guys for a long time now. Uh they actually have a continuation of the coaching staff and the tutus that they've uh had for the last couple of years now, ever since Eurobasket. The there there is some like this team is cohesive. They know how to play together somewhat, and the competition. Like, I'm sorry, Jordan and New Zealand. Like, I'm like no, yeah. like no, yeah. like there's, there's not like there's no one you've ever heard of on these rosters. It,
0: like, it, if if um, if Greece doesn't make it, it's a huge disappointment, and I oh, won't say that about the next failure. round. But that, that, a that's failure. a huge that's a huge disappointment.
1: I mean, a step to success.
0: Excuse me. We're driven by the search for better. <laughs> You're wading into some water. So then, the way it works, kind of, I, I'm a little surprised by this. I, I would think you would reseed the whole thing or something. That's
1: not how they do it in the like FIFA World Cup either. Yeah, or like so, any groups like and like the Olympics and basketball and uh, football slash soccer. This is how they do it, but the groups are just so weird in this, which yeah. makes it weird. But continue.
0: Well, yeah, because I think there's. I mean, with in the FIFA World Cup, it just feels like there's more overall competition throughout whereas in this one i think there's uh, wh- what we're getting at is you're then kind of lumped together with the winners of the group next to you and that's your new group for the second round of basically group play so usa and whoever else comes out we are hoping greece will be matched up with the top two teams of group d which consists of egypt mexico montenegro and lithuania A- not an easy group i mean no it, it's easy. Lithuania
1: group. is the top dog.
0: Lithuania that. is actually rated above Greece right now at eighth, and I believe they also have some NBA players on the roster. Okay.
1: They've um, got, they've one got of the Bogdanovich.
0: Right? They've got Jonas Valanciunas.
1: Oh, whom, oh wait, I'm thinking of Croatia.
0: Yeah. They've got Valanciunas. and then they also have Azolas Tubilis, who is apparently on the Sixers. One of the guys who just came over. Um Maybe to him he's going well.
1: a big role on the Sixers. <laughs> we'll I, maybe.
0: Yeah, it might be, it might be an opening there. Um, and then Montenegro, uh, has Nikola Vucevic. So a, clearly a talented player, especially in, in this level of basketball. So I think two pretty good teams. Mexico ranked 31 overall. Egypt ranked 55. So I think, again, this is one way you'd be pretty surprised if it's not Lithuania, Montenegro coming out of Group D. So then you get into a situation where it's going to be USA, hopefully Greece, Lithuania, Montenegro. And only the top two teams of that go on to the bracket. That's going to be tough for Greece without Giannis. I think certainly would be doable with Giannis, but those are just going to be really tough games. I think we'll have to see how Greece plays in the first group stage to get a real idea of if they can get through. But I think it's going to be pretty tough. I would imagine it's... it's, a, a,
1: it's those are going to be big Yorgos-Popiannis games.
0: Yes. Yeah. Especially against against those bigger teams, absolutely. Um yeah, it's going to be super interesting to see, you know, how if Greece can stretch out those teams enough with the perimeter play, guys like Sl- Slukas, the, who we yeah, watched before, Kaladzikas, yeah, the good one. Sorry, um, Yorgos, or er, was, yeah. was it Yorgos? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's going to be pretty entertaining. I think those games are going to be really like Greece, Montenegro, and Lithuania if they make it through. Those are going to be fascinating games. I would not anticipate any of these teams taking one off Team USA. I think we I would. I could see it. I'd be maybe. pretty surprised. I'd be pretty surprised.
1: I mean, the one thing that this team kind of lacks, uh, the U.S.
0: team, is rim protection. I mean, Jaron Jackson and Walker Kessler. Yeah,
1: I guess. Okay let's let's talk let's talk let's talk Jaren Jackson, not Walker Kessler. Yeah, but it's like, I, I guess. I, I think guess. they're going
0: to be fine. I. I, I I, I think they're gonna walk through this. To be honest, I, I just don't think the overall talent. I think I think they did a good job pairing some good defensive players with like some really crafty scores. I mean, you never know. This is I think, a good things roster. slow down a like, lot. A lot
1: of people are hating on this. roster. I think it's a I good it's roster a bit, too. I think it's a very good roster.
0: Yeah, and I think the fact like, that it's younger guys, pre- yeah. they're gonna be bought in.
1: Mm-hmm. And like Bobby's the he's the old guy on the team. He's 28. Like uh, it's just it's crazy. I, what there was a story. He was uh he was. Not in an interview, and he was like, "Oh, what are you? What are you excited to watch about like Anthony Edwards or something?" And he was like, "Ant called me OG. Like, bro, I'm not thirty. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not even thirty years old, and he's calling me OG."
0: Oh, where was his? Did you see his great quote when someone asked him about something being hard? <laughs> yes. Let me find. Like, I, I want the exact uh, quote. I want the exact about, quote.
1: It was about. It was about. Is it? Is it hard adjusting to the fever rules? Consi- yes. Um, uh, different than the U.S. And he did not answer the question.
0: I've got it. So at by this is from Tim Reynolds uh, on X.com. "Quote: Hard is not for me, man. Hard is for the single mom with four kids. This is what I do. Single mom struggling to provide for her kids. That's hard. I I, I, mean, I, I love like, Bobby.
1: that's 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 I I love Bobby. Great message. Like he understands.
0: Like yeah, he he, he, he gets, gets it. it. He gets. He it.
1: absolutely gets it." However, Bobby, like, is it difficult to translate?
0: <laughs> should ask difficult. Should have yeah. should have phrased the question better.
1: Yeah, that's that's on the that's on the interviewer. guess. because yeah. Bobby Bobby knows how to he knows how to answer some questions. But as we know, Bo- Bobby we've had some contact. With him.
0: Ab- absolutely, Bobby. Listen, one thing Bobby's going to do, he's going to let you know he's a lunch pail player every time. And he, he, you know what? God, I, I, I appreciate so it. I, yeah, I do too. Really excited to watch. Perfect Milwaukee watch him. Buck. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so, yeah, getting out well, of
1: speaking of Bobby, by the way, yeah, yeah. did you it was incredible in the uh, U.S.'s first exhibition game that we got Bobby chance. In yes. Vegas. Yes. Incredible. So that's like it's it's fun to know because that stadium is not just filled with Bucks fans, to my knowledge. So it's fun to know that, uh, you know, there's a lot of good. Uh, it translates.
0: It is. It is fun to know that. Um, all right. Let's move on. We've got so that's going to be Group J is all the teams we talked about. There are some pretty unbalanced groups. So we've got Group A and B. So these are going to combine to be a group, just like you know the US one and, and Greece, the ones we talked about. Group A: Angola, Dominican Republic, Philippines, Italy. Italy's walking through there. Italy's pretty yes. good. The rest of these not as much. Group B: South Sudan, Serbia, China, Puerto Rico. Serbia's walking through that. Yeah, but that's the problem is two other teams also have to come through. Or no, I guess only one does. So yeah, it's like Italy and Serbia, I mean realistically should be able to walk to the bracket stage whereas we just talked about US, Greece, Lithuania and Montenegro are all going to be fighting for those two spots. So that's why I think they didn't do a great job like considering the you know the the second round situation of balancing these teams out. So I think though that the one i just walked through is going to be the easiest for those two teams versus any other one. And it's not like there's the other ones are loaded. But like group G is Iran, Spain, Cote d'Ivoire, Brazil, so I mean Spain's, I mean Spain's doing brutal things in that group. But then they're going to be matched up with group, group H, which is Canada, Latvia, Lebanon and France. Group H is like, "Oh dear god. Like good luck Latvia." Actually, Canada is the one Canada always is the one that ends up Oh, Canada's Canada going to be so a, good. Yeah. They always are. They're always, they're not, I, my hot take, they're not making it out of Group H. Really? They, they always find a way. Latvia is going to get out, they're not. They always find a way to disappoint at these at these international tournaments.
1: That's fair. That is fair. Uh, also, just a fun story that I hadn't really, uh, I didn't realize South Sudan had made the World Cup. They're the first uh, African, bas- uh, African team in basketball history to qualify for FIBA, the uh, World Cup, in their first attempt.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. Who's on this team? I d- no idea. No one we know, I'm guessing, but wow. Yeah. Good for them.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: shout out South Sudan. I hope
1: they get out of that.
0: Yeah, uh, me too. Do you know Kyle Anderson's playing for China?
1: I did know that. It's crazy. <laughs> He's a it's Chinese citizen.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Group E, Australia has a bunch of NBA players. Finland has oh, Laurie Simmons. Markkinen. Did you, see
1: that? did you see what the coach said about Ben Simmons?
0: No, but I'm sure it's funny.
1: He said, "I'm not going to beg him to come play."
0: Like we, can <laughs> play. I wouldn't either. I would not either. Group E might be the most overall talented because Australia is good. Finland with Laurie Markkinen is going to be solid at least. We know Germany can play. Dennis Schroeder, Franz Wagner, and then Tyson Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner too. Yeah. Japan's got Yuta. I mean, that's not a, that's not an easy out. I mean, that, they're probably the worst team in there. That's not an easy out. So yeah, I don't think this was is this Rui was,
1: playing.
0: Uh, he's not listed. Um, they I, I'm on like the list of NBA players and it's just Udo for Japan. Chin. Yeah. But man, can't, yeah, some of these groups are really tough. Some are very much not. So then it just goes to the bracket and then it'll just be, you know, we could look, I'm not going to, we're not going to look that far ahead right now, but suffice it to say, Greece is going to have a really hard time getting to the final bracket. Team USA should walk there and they're going to see the likes of Italy and Serbia probably, you know, I would imagine Spain and France end up getting there. Although, again, that group G plus H is going to be really hard. There's kind of a vacuum, though, with no Jokic out there. You know, I think Slovenia is primed to make a run. You know, is is Luka going to start his MVP NBA campaign by tearing through this tournament? Maybe. Oh, is Mamu? Is Mamu oh, yeah. for Georgia? He is. So... Mamu, former Buck, will also have a pretty good shot of getting to at least the second group stage. Georgia just needs to be better than Venezuela and Cape Verde, Verd, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, it's – these are very just – these groups are crazy. I'm
0: saying, right? Yeah, like how crazy. is Spain, Latvia, France – excuse me, Canada, Latvia, France in one? And then, I mean, I think some of it has to do with like the hosting and everything, but like – I don't want to watch Serbia play South Sudan, China, and Puerto Rico.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I hope South Sudan beats Germany.
0: I do, too. Or not Germany, uh, Serbia. That would also be incredible.
1: It would be tough to beat Germany when
0: they're not in the same group. Yeah. Well, Imagine that's the final. (laughs) South
1: Sudan (laughs) versus
0: Germany what
1: what's uh okay let's talk let's talk expect like gr- grand expectations here like yeah the u.s should win this right
0: yeah i think so uh i think slovenia's got a shot spain and france always have a shot i'm just canada can prove me wrong but i just feel like canada always lets down on the stage so i'm not going to give them you know Maybe too much good
1: though in uh in friendlies they did they did. Like, Shea, Shea's on this team on another level. RJ's yeah. like... All these, all these young guys have sort of grown up now.
0: I agree. I, Mostly listen,
1: just Shay. That's what yeah, I'm talking that's, about. That's, not, that's, not, not necessarily RJ, but like...
0: Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think they should be good. I mean, they probably will. This is like probably an outdated take for me. But I, I think the U.S. should for sure win. I think they will have some real competition. Um, but Jokic not playing is really tough because I think Serbia would have had a really good... Serbia is always good. They're still going to be good.
1: And Greece with Giannis.
0: Yeah, Greece without... But I mean, Greece hasn't really proved it on this this stage with Giannis. I mean, they've never done that well at a tournament with Giannis. So, Um, yeah, I mean, I think a team like Australia has kind of been due. They kind of seem like they're always pretty close and maybe this year without Giannis, without Jokic, they could go on a run. And of course, with like not as strong of a team USA... Um, It'll be interesting to see, like, you know, does Spain and France walk through as easily as normal? I mean, Spain will the first round, but that Group H, whatever Group G and H become, where only two of Spain, Canada, Latvia, France come out, that's going to be a bit of a bloodbath. So that I think that'll tell you like who else has a real good shot. I think Slovenia, I like Slovenia's chances too. I
1: think they're all right. I think it's. Do do you think they're
0: too Luca folk? Yeah.
1: They're, I mean, yeah, that's the problem. It, with
0: it usually is. Team. It usually is not teams like that that do well in these. It usually no. is like depth and cohesion.
1: Exactly. Why do you think we've seen like Giannis Greece teams not do super well? Yeah, like they have this massive talent, but it's still like you need other guys around them because of the the way the game is played at the the international level.
0: Luca is on a different level of carrying though for, for Slovenia. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's wild that he Man's does. Game. Yeah, yeah, because of it, because of him before he was even in the draft.
1: I mean it, him and Goron.
0: Yeah, Goron was awesome in that too. I don't think yeah. Goron is playing this year.
1: I don't think so.
0: I think I don't know if he's playing anywhere this year. Um he's, so he's
1: gonna sign with Miami somehow.
0: In some role. I don't know if it'll be on court, but they've got other point guard issues to, to, to iron out there in Miami as well still. Um but yeah, I'm pretty yeah. excited.
1: It's been uh, by the way, my my theory of it being just holding up on like Jaime Hawkes. Like is that is that done? Has it been thirty days?
0: It must have been because the draft was in June, wasn't it? I mean, it's mid-August. I guess it would depend when they when he signed. Let me try and look it up quick.
1: Um,
0: I don't. See July one. So yeah.
1: So it has been thirty days. Yes. Interesting.
0: Interesting indeed. Very very interesting. Let's – let's. it's time, Rohan. We've waited long enough. It's time to talk about the James Harden news. I don't know about you. I woke up and saw this on goodoldx.com and I was – I didn't believe it. Like I was – it was the first thing I saw. I thought it was a deep fake. I I totally – it looks like a deep fake and I I was like – Shams tweeted it and I was like rubbing my eyes. I was like looking. Is that really him? Is that a fake? Because it's so easy to do fake accounts now. I was like, "It's got twenty thousand retweets." No, that is him. That is Shams. Here's the quote, and there's a video as well. James,
1: is, by the way, this is just an Adidas camp. It's at China. an
0: Adidas basketball camp in China, which is why it broke in the middle of the night. Um, somebody asked him a question. He didn't just say it. I thought, I thought he just said it to camp. I was like, "That's like, how funny would that be?"
1: A say of kids just.
0: Hey, hey, kids, listen up. Just so you know. You
1: guys want some life?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you ever Sorry, go pro, keep, keep this in mind, kiddos. Quote, Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. This is not me. This is This is actually his quote. This is the full quote. I'll try to read the whole thing without laughing or interrupting again. So I'm going to restart. He says it twice, which I think is just... So funny, dude. Okay. Quote, Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of never be part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. End quote. He said it a little louder the second time too. He was like, let me make sure everyone gets this. That's <laughs> yeah. so funny to me. He's like, I don't know if, let that, me I, don't see know if I, I don't know if I was clear enough here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And yeah, is- so the video, for anyone oh. who hasn't seen it, he's just like standing on a basketball court with like the Adidas Harden stuff on it in China, which if you don't know, China's crazy for basketball. Like when Kobe started going over there, like city blocks would shut down. Steph now, like yeah. NBA like stars are huge. Giannis. And Giannis,
1: just did it. Yeah, like they, like part of the off season tour for all star players, like with like brand deals, is you have to spend like a week in China.
0: Yeah, and apparently it looks really fun because the Chinese people are just like so excited about.
1: It. Oh yeah, like it's it, it seems credible for them. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I I I know somebody who did like a study abroad in China. It was like this 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 was incredible.
0: Yeah, um, so he's just there. And he's just in this packed gym and there's like media and reporters. And then, yeah, I think it's just like a bunch of fans and kids around. And I saw another video where it's like from – I think it was from like a a TikTok live or something. And a reporter asked him like, you know, what is your – like what do you think about, you know, the organization saying like they're not going to trade you? That was the question. And that's exactly how he responded. Like it's not cropped. That's how he started the response to that question is Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be part of an organization that he's a part of again. So – There is more insight that's important here. Um, I believe Bobby Marks tweeted this today. So, here's the CBA language for withholding services. A player who withholds playing services called for by a player contract for more than 30 days after the start of the last season covered by his player contract. So, if you're in the last year, which Harden is...
1: If you're you're on an expiring contract. Yes. yes, This is specific to expiring contract. And also... This isn't a new CBA thing. This no, has this has been around. For,
0: yeah, it just it, it just hasn't really come up because this is insane. Um, uh, shall be deemed to not have completed his player contract. Uh, I'm skipping through here. It's really long and boring. But accordingly, such a player shall not be a veteran free agent, shall not be entitled to negotiate or sign a player contract with any other professional basketball team unless and until the team for which the player last played expressly agreed otherwise. So, so this
1: dude can't sign in South Sudan. Uh, I th- if
0: so the, if, the if he holds out, him. if he holds out, I don't think he will. No, he's not going to. He'll show right. up. Oh, I think he'll show up. I think he can do more damage if he shows up.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Like, I think I, I, he'll I be like there. We, we've touched on this uh, previously, but it's like, yeah, I think he will show up. It's gonna. This is gonna be the greatest fat suit of all time.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be really tubby. He is going to leverage his way – we we saw this with Houston. Even in Houston when this – I don't think this pertained to him at the time. Maybe it did. Maybe he was expiring. But like he showed up. He like, oh, I'm going to score 40 points but somehow, you know, care even less than normally and, you know, walk through practices and not do any defense at all versus barely doing any defense like normal. I I think he's going to – I think he's going to show up and be a huge problem and I can't wait. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, whatever I said about the Sixers last week, I take it back.
0: I told you. I put them yeah. lower than you, didn't I?
1: Yeah, you did. You had them fifth. Yeah. And I had them third. I, think. I don't
0: I don't know if Embiid makes it through the year.
1: I think Embiid's going to request a trade by the deadline.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, I, would you want to deal with this?
1: No. And also,
0: we it begs the question, Why? no one wants to play with Joel Embiid. Well, no, listen. we. I why, think, why not? This is two times now. I mean, I, I think I think there's a Mori issue more than an Embiid issue.
1: I mean, but it also like it could be an Embiid issue, like who knows?
0: I think we know. Why? Because the the people tell us why they're unhappy with the Sixers. Well, I mean, Ben Simmons, it was like Doc threw him under the Embiid bus. and, and was Embiid all, did. Yeah, I, I don't think it's an Embiid thing.
1: It could be though. You never know.
0: I mean maybe. I mean, clearly, people keep uh, the response to this has been really weird to me. Actually, I mean, to
1: be fair, it's been a very weird thing.
0: <laughs> it has been, but I, I just feel like people and what, have are we, leaving have out. We
1: ever seen this before?
0: No, because the situation is more complex. People go, "Oh, if he wanted to get out so bad, why did he opt in?"
1: Okay, so here, here's the thing. Here on that, what I believe this is a random guess.
0: Random. I don't guess. know if it's right. Ra- I think it's pre- probably pretty informed based on what we've heard. But go ahead.
1: Is that? He was going to leave as a free agent. Yeah. He was gonna sign with Houston. Yeah. Houston, after they hired Ibe Udoka, yep. he was like, maybe not James. I
0: think maybe there's some James I James think is. there's reporting on this. I don't think this is random. Okay. I think, uh, I think there's <laughs> some things out there about this. I mean, clearly, yeah, he thought he had that leverage. That went away. We know what the Rockets that. did. Yeah. We know what the and Rockets then, did. They went for FVV and Brooke Lopez and Dylan Brooks.
1: Yes. we So that happens in Houston. There's not a contender, like uh, a contract contender, lined up. Yes, like to give him a uh, contract. So he has two options. He can either go sign for like a mid level for like a one year or something. Yep. Or he can opt in thirty five million dollars under the guise like, hey, if I opt in, you're trading. Yeah. And Daryl Morey, based on James Harden's response, agreed to that.
0: I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is before that. I mean, clearly, when he took less on the one-and-one last summer, there was an expectation that the Sixers were going to take care of him the next year. Like, everyone's saying – clearly, he didn't have the offer this year. He thought he did with Houston. That went away. I mean, you look around. Like The the why didn't he opt out question, I think it's just dumb to ask, to be honest. Look at those five teams with cap space. Were the Pacers signing him? I don't think so. Like, Orlando, the Spurs, I think still have cap space. No, like no one's giving him that long-term deal. I think he probably could – have he should have signed it and could have signed it last year. Like I think last year teams, including the Sixers, would have given it to him. He agreed to take less last year on the one and one So they could – remember the whole – they got in trouble. They got P.J. Tucker PJ and Daniel Tucker. House.
1: Daniel House, bubble legend.
0: But I think clearly – not for the right reasons, Daniel House, bubble legend. But clearly – there was an expectation, in my opinion, and I, I don't know how much reporting is out there on this, but like they were going to take care of him after he helped them do that, and the CBA changed, and his level of play honestly didn't change that much. He had a pretty good year all told, but you know he's he's old Wendell James Harden, in yeah. And the Sixers were like, yeah, we're not going to give it to you, and that's where the heart the Houston stuff came from. His leverage, which then went away when they signed Ime Udoka, and he said, no, we're going to have a real team. I don't know if they really will, but. Probably closer than if they just gave James Harden like a three year Supermax or something. I don't know.
1: It's gonna be a bad team still.
0: Yeah, for sure. But uh, I think he's justified in being pissed off because I do think he's losing a ton of money for this and expect really, really expecting him to turn down like $30 million this year after leaving money on the table last year to sign somewhere else for a mid level or something. I think it's just kind of stupid. Like, I think it's stupid to imply that he should do that. Like, Let's be realistic. This is the NBA where every player extends to get the money and then asks for the trade. Literally Damian Lillard right now. And as I've talked about when we talked about Dame, no one really complains that much on the team side because it works out better because you still get something for the player. James Harden ended up this this offseason once Houston went away. Again, you can count the cap space teams outside of Houston on one hand and none of them were giving James Harden... 35 million or more to play for them. And certainly they weren't giving him long term deals. Kind of got unlucky that there's not like if the Bucks had thirty million in cap space, they probably signed James Harden if he's there, if he's available, right? Like if there's a good team with that cap space and they they would bring him in for a couple of years, I don't think he's a sixer anymore. There wasn't. Like we looked at it. I mean, the Kings made their cap space. Oh, what are they gonna do? We're gonna give uh um, why am I blanking? Demontis Sabonis more money. Like OK, cool. That's pretty inventive way to take away your own cap space you made. Sure. that's that Was that worth a first-round pick? I don't know, Kings. Anyway, so I, I think clearly he's pissed off for that reason. That's why he's calling out Mori specifically. I don't think it's about this trade as much as it is like he's lost, now lost a bunch of money and can't be extended. So he's going to have no financial security until next season at the earliest, if ever, to help out the Sixers who the moves that they made were not that good. Like At the time, I didn't think P.J. was a great fit there. Daniel House is not a good player. Like (laughs) James Harden took less money to accommodate Daniel House. He's not good. He doesn't play that much. And now he's not getting any additional money from the Sixers, so he's just trying to get whatever he can and work it out. But there's just no easy answer here. So he kind of trusted too much and left too much on the table. And I think if you're an NBA player seeing this, you're going to you're gonna say, yeah, I'm going to take every extension I can get. Because if you don't and things go wrong for you, look at the situation. Like, look at Lillard versus Harden right now. And I'm not saying it's the same. Like, Lillard's clearly better, and I think the Heat would have interest anyway. But, you know, if, if you're in a situation where you have, like, a player option or you can opt out to a team with no cap space or you opt in and you can't be extended and, you know, whatever, all this leverage trade stuff, it's a mess. And you'd much rather have... Two hundred million dollars coming, then thirty-five million. So, uh, I certainly see why Harden's doing it. Am I taking his side? No. I mean, of course, he's like the ultimate team cancer, and this this was always going to happen. But also, the Sixers knew this when they traded for him. Like he was doing the same thing to Brooklyn. It's not like you can say, "Oh, this came out of nowhere." What? How could the Sixers? how
1: the, the third time?
0: How could the Sixers have expected not giving him the money they said they were going to give him would end badly? Like. Literally, this happened to your team with Ben Simmons. It wasn't about money. It was just about like you kind of broke him on, on a spiritual level. So congrats. But then you saw this happen with Brooklyn. Like the guy wants to play for a contender and get paid a lot, which is not an unreasonable thing for an NBA star to want. But so clearly,
1: like it's, it's, it's every, every team, yeah. It's pretty every much, person.
0: pretty much all they all they all 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 of them want. But um, or, or sometimes to play in a big market or a warm city as well, uh, which Philly is one of those. But yeah, I think it's just hilarious. Like, I, I think I see where both sides are coming from. You know, I was tweeting with Brian Toporek, who covers the Sixers in the NBA, and is very smart. And he's like, "Yeah, of course something changed. Like the Superman, the the uh, the new CBA and the second apron." And it's like, "Yeah, it's do I expect James Harden to give a shit though? Like, do do I think you're gonna oh, James? you understand right? Like, we don't want to be above the second apron. No, of course, he doesn't care." This is his bank account. Like, why, why does why he care he, about? Well, yeah,
1: why? Why would he care? about Oh, that? yeah. Like,
0: exactly. I, I, I really want the Sixers to have a good first-round pick in twenty thirty-one. Of course, I'll take less money. And no, also, like
1: these, these are the things that need to be factored in if you're the Sixers yes. front office. Like, yes. you need to take these things into consideration when talking to your players. But like this is this is like this, we're, we're, this is a fucking mess. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, it's and this a is, mess. This is
0: Daryl Morey's mo. Like this yeah, happens over and over is, and over it's on ridiculous. his teams.
1: Ridiculous. Like the amount of just absolute batshit crazy stuff that has happened to the Philadelphia 76ers over the past like five, more than yeah, five not years. Not
0: all of that is more their organization also. It's just like, they just What's have a track record. What's
1: happening to the Sixers? How yeah. have they not made it to a conference finals? Like, they never just, will. It, like, what, how are you this incompetent at running a sports franchise? Yeah. Like the Bucks? The Bucks won a title. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? The Sixers can't do anything right. Like,
0: yeah.
1: How how is has all of this led to this? Like, a point A to point the point A to point B storytelling of the Philadelphia 76ers is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I think someone had tweeted it out. I'm trying to I'm trying to scroll through X.com to find it. All I'm finding are these weird videos, maybe on the wrong website. Uh, whoa, whoa. I'm kidding. Uh, but it's like, yeah, you trade your you trade your 21 year old all star so you can tank. Yep. And then you tank. You draft like three centers in a row. You draft yep. a guy who can't play. You make yep. a weird trade to get the number one overall pick for a guy who can't play. Oh, uh, well, you... who's the
0: first guy you can't play?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I guess I'm
0: guess I'm getting it. I mean, they they <laughs> drafted a couple. I mean, they drafted Jalen Okafor. There's been multiple guys who can't play drafted by the Sixers, but.
1: It's just, it's crazy, and then you, you, you finally hit on one. You hit on one. Oh, he can't play. Joel Embiid could not play his first like two years. Like, yep. He, you hit. You actually, you actually get a hit. Ben Simmons in his time was a hit. Like those yep. were two very, very good, talented players. You trade for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you have this incredible team. You also have Tobias Harris on that team, and you lose like in heartbreaking fashion.
0: Yeah, like heartbreakingly, literally, yeah. the
1: last second of the second round, and you, you lose, and your response is to trade the guy who was making the most perimeter shots on your team. They let it know.
0: They let him walk, or was it a sign and trade?
1: It was a sign and trade.
0: But they got like nothing back. Basically, they got Josh Richardson and like Jonathan just... Simmons. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan S- Simmons. I remember no, no, the time he was
1: in the he was in the false trade.
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. I remember at the time, people were like, oh, that's a good wing player. I was like, he shoots 22% every year. Like, stop lying.
1: Like, Jonathan Simmons has a good story. Like, what, he yeah. paid for his... Uh,
0: D-League uh, tryout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he paid, like, $250, made the Spurs. The Spurs, the Magic then gave him a bag. It was, like, instantly stupid. And then the Sixers took him for faults. You're right.
1: And it's like, you, you trade your best perimeter shot maker who was just better than Embiid in that postseason series. I mean, technically, like... Embiid
0: was the more impactful
1: player. Like, I don't know. Like, they got killed in Embiid.
0: uh, They're uh, always minus 10,000 when he sits. Always, every year.
1: And you do that. And then you're just here with Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. You lose in the second round to the Hawks on your home floor in Game 7. So funny. And you just throw one of your players under the bus who then – Demands a trade because it's like, yeah, my entire franchise just threw me under the bus. Yeah. You trade for another disgruntled star who, again, you can't get out of the second round. And then he demands a trade because he doesn't get the money that you promised him. Allegedly. Like, allegedly. Like, allegedly. like I, I, how? How does this happen? I mean,
0: it's toxic. That's It's a toxic. And it's funny. It's It's got to be frustrating for Sixers fans who I don't feel bad Look, but for. I forgot
1: I forgot about Brian Cal- Brian Colangelo was in there. I had a new
0: slant. There. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like the twi- like he's trashing a beat on Twitter burners. Like yeah. it's just it's crazy.
0: Ever since they took a bus to boo Malcolm Brogdon and he didn't play. Who'd they boo? Tony Snell. Tony Snell. You the, booed most, likable. One of the most wholesome
1: Yeah. Yeah. You went and booed Tony Snell. So like
0: I agree with the point you were trying to I don't say. Feel I bad. do not feel I don't no. feel bad for six But I think they've changed owners. I, was has it been Harris this whole time?
1: No, it was a it was a group. It was Harris and Ruben, yeah. I think and then Ruben left.
0: Yeah. But it's still—it's just toxic. It's, still, it's always yeah. been toxic. Um, they've always just had poor decision making, and they just—they've never outside of Embiid, there's been no constant. So I get, it is not a good look on Embiid. The fact that their 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 they're franchise is always just in like tatters. And I think you know you compare it to the Bucks, who certainly have had their ups and downs and a lot of really tough downs the Did last you couple see of years.
1: The Bucs chose a GM. <laughs>
0: What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how they ended up with Horst, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they it's wanted like, Zanuck and the owners couldn't agree. And then and it was just like, okay, won Horst. A title. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, dude. The Lakers. You can't
1: even make the conference finals.
0: The Lakers won a title at the Disney Lakers World. The
1: Lakers won a title at Disney World.
0: <laughs> I mean, the Warriors played Punch-Out like two months after winning a title with their decrepit the core. The Warriors
1: forced Kevin Durant out of town and won a title. Like... <laughs>
0: The you Warriors, the Warriors did a two timelines thing, and it collapsed. And the, the all the kids sucked, and they still won one.
1: <laughs> what? Like, like I just I don't get it. Like, like the only quote unquote normal franchise that's won a title recently is the Nuggets.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Nuggets are just like yeah, whatever. It's and they, and I mean they were like. There, I mean, imagine if it was the Sixers, right? Let's say just the Sixers, like drop in that whole situation.
1: The Six Jamal Murray would be in. China I'm saying, or I'm saying
0: they're not, they're not making it yeah. through. They would have cut off Jamal Murray's arm. They would have put like a steel rod sticking out of Michael Porter Jr.'s back. Like their medical staff would have killed those guys, and they wouldn't have like the the Nuggets. The biggest thing about the Nuggets, I think, the two lessons are a. I'll just keep adding wing players. Like you can't have enough. You don't know, you know, who's going to play well or not play well if it's role players on a given year. Like just keep adding them. I think that's kind of what they did once they got their their three players in place. Really two players. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. at this point is more of an elite role player than a star in yeah. my opinion. So they're just like, let's just keep adding wing players to Murray and Jokic and if they're healthy we can win. And they did. And the second thing is just like the intestinal fortitude to not blow it up when things go bad and guys get hurt and everything else. And I, I think the Sixers have never like what. What's the most consistency the Sixers have had since Embiid got good? Like, have they had the same core for two straight years?
1: No, I think like they was had this? Harden. Is that the I most mean, like Harden, Harden for one, two years? No, it was one and a half years. They got him at the trade deadline.
0: Yeah, like the Tobias, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler. That was only a year. Right? Was that half a year? Half a season.
1: They got him at the deadline.
0: I mean, before that, they had. It was like. Or before the, the
1: deadline,
0: or before it before Jimmy, right? Didn't they they had that lineup? They probably used for like two years. Of was it no, S- didn't they, Simmons? Did
1: they get Tobias at the previous deadline?
0: They might have. I mean, we're probably. I think it's two years max that they've had. Like a, even like because it, it, these are it's like one player moving, but it's like a core player every year and a half, basically. Like of course they don't have any consistency. Of course they're not going on deep playoff runs. It's really hard like look at the Suns. Like the Suns this year. Oh, we have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Like, oh, we could do anything. It's just really hard to win, like putting it together on the fly. Like even this coming year, it's going to be a little rushed. But it, I think it's a little easier for them to figure out than the Sixers because kind of like the Bucks, honestly, when one of your players is like so post heavy, I think it's harder to figure out how to play for other guys. Like it's hard to adjust to Embiid. And now they're going to be, again, just totally redoing the whole thing. I, I just think it's really hard to win consistently like that, especially in the playoffs.
1: It's it's gonna be it's just it's just, it's so funny. Oh, it's
0: hilarious! You know what I
1: just saw, I just saw the timeline. It was uh, is that picture of like w- remember when they traded for Harden and like Daryl Moore greeted him at the airport? Oh and, like, yeah, gave him a on the
0: tarmac. Card. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like okay, well, that's not
0: happening. <laughs> um.
1: Also, I don't think we touched on this enough that a player has called out a president of basketball operations.
0: It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that this is happening.
1: Like, I don't think we've ever seen that happen. Like, we've never seen a direct shot like this. We probably
0: before. have. We probably have.
1: A direct shot saying, hey, by the way. Dude, some crazy stuff
0: something. has happened over the years in the NBA. I don't know if I can That's recall true. one right now, but, I mean, there's like.
1: Like Charles Barkley.
0: Yeah. Like, like, like yeah, I'm sure guys in the 90s, and I mean. You know, there's been a lot of discontented players. NBA, it's yeah, it's been a while since we've had. I mean, this direct is pretty wild.
1: It's just the I just the funniest part is it's just that he's doing this at a kids' camp.
0: I know, like I know. It's just, like, if there's one thing you should learn, kids, <laughs> is don't trust Daryl Morey. It's like a Chappelle skit. It really is.
1: It's like these poor Chinese kids just want to learn, <laughs> like and it's just like it's just, like. <laughs> like, hey, like we're at this this camp. Like, James, we pay, pr- presumably paid a lot of money to be here. Yeah, and it's like James Harden teaches about basketball. Okay, kids, Daryl Morey is not the person to trust.
0: He's not wrong.
1: It's it's crazy. This is crazy. Like the the Sixers hired Daryl Morey so they could get James Harden. Yeah, like, people thought it was the long game when Daryl Morey traded. Uh, James Harden to Brooklyn, so Philly could get him for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, and now this happens. Like
0: the real, long, it's going to be the real long game now for Philly.
1: Also, we didn't even touch upon the fact that like Philly said they're like we're just not gonna, We stop, we're stopping trade talks, which prompted this. Yep. It's like, why? Why would you just announce that?
0: Well, they. I think they try. I think they tried to spin it as like, yeah, we're going to bring him in the season. We're excited, and he's like, just so you know, no. No. It, not. I I think he'll be there. I don't think uh, maybe he'll wait 29 days or whatever to You know, make it as awkward as possible. I think he'll show up. I think it's going to be really bad. He'll show um, up
1: on the last day possible. Yeah. And he'll just like – he won't even have a uniform
0: on. Tremendous fat suit. Like actually the uniform doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> Can yeah, you make a bigger new one? Uniform. Can you I make
1: a – He has like one uniform on but then he has like a second uniform just like tied across his waist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tied in the back so you don't see it
0: it's just like taped on his back he's like actually, i actually need 4x or 5x i think to get in here um it's going to be uh, i he's i can't have wait. his
1: phone on him and practice like ben simmons did yeah oh yeah he's, just, he's, he's not even, and doc's not there so it might be oh my god nick, nick nurse. nurse is going to have to nick deal nurse with
0: this. yeah somebody one of the raptors uh, reporters oh, tweeted like uh, i think it was chris walder tweeted a picture of like exasperated nick nurse face from a press conference and it was like him watching this and they like superimposed it over the Harden clip. And he's just like, it's going to be so, this is like, I, like I Nick love, Nurse
1: is either going to quit or he's going to kill James Harden. Those are the only two options. I,
0: I just love that at this this sensitive point in their franchise, they go, you know, who do we need steering this thing? Nick, Nick Nurse. Nurse. It, th- this Perfect. might be an ownership thing. I think it is. For sure it is.
1: Like, like Sixers fans should be like, they should be like the A's fans and just start chanting "sell the team."
0: Yeah, but they because love their fanatics ridiculous. guy. Or is he not fanatics? No, yeah, oh, the he fanatics is, right? guy left. That yeah, he's the he's one who left. left. Yeah. What does Harris do? Uh,
1: owns the Commanders.
0: Well, yeah, I knew that. Now that's not how he made his money. I thought is he also not? Is he something else?
1: Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: Josh Harris is the managing partner of the Sixers, Devils, and now is, the
0: Is it just like uh is it like a like hedge fund or whatever?
1: Um yeah.
0: Okay, that's boring.
1: Yeah, it's really boring. Yeah. He's a private equity investor. That
0: explains a lot. Um
1: sports team owner and philanthropist.
0: It's a good job to have.
1: Yeah. My job is just money. <laughs> <laughs> My job.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that
1: looks like a nerd. So, <laughs> He did These
0: He did guys. hire Daryl More.
1: Uh. <laughs> is Dar- is Daryl More's stock ever been lowered?
0: No. People used to think he was like one of
1: the great GMs. People
0: still lower. think that.
1: It's not true. I, I think agree. there's a real there's a real David Griffin uh thing happening here.
0: I think Griffin's like- better.
1: I mean, Griff has, it's like, he's not considered one of the best GMs in the league anymore, though.
0: No. No, but I just think, like, Maury has literally never, like, since since we started watching basketball, since, like, they got Harden.
1: Okay, first of all, before you, before you continue, I want to see the biggest piece of propaganda in this uh, Josh Harris Wikipedia article. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Early life and education. He managed a few lemonade stands in Washington D.C. Oh during his God. freshman and sophomore summer vacation, including one at the National Zoo. Wow! <laughs> like, just get out of here. Care and
0: continue. <laughs> like, <laughs> but even if you go back to the the Harden Rockets, it was the same deal. They had a, a team for like two years at a time, and then James and I think you know, I think it's a lot of this is Harden too. But I think Maury like just cycles through like whoever's going to be next to the star. It was Dwight Howard for two years. It was Chris Paul for two years and they were really successful in the Chris Paul one. But like if you're overseeing franchises over like a decade plus and you can never keep a core together for more than two years, that's a red flag on you too. You can't just blame the players every single time. And I just think that's that's been the issue with all of his teams is like either they, they say the players are getting old or whatever or they just can't coexist anymore. And instead of like figuring it out, okay, we'll punt we'll punt the second guy and make the first guy happy. But I just think it's really hard to win a championship when you do that.
1: It really it really is. Like it's just it's so hard to win when like what, what did we even talk about with the like all of these FIBA teams? Like a lot of the yeah. a lot of the success is due to consistency.
0: Continuity.
1: Like when has any of the when it's worked one time. One time. And that's the La- Raptors with Kawhi Leonard.
0: Yeah, but even then, that was like, they had the continuity of like a whole core. And then they dropped in Kawhi. I think they added guys. That, I think they added Mark that Gasol, year, too. Yeah. yeah.
1: They traded for Serge. Like, they traded away Demar.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like, they, they broke up a lot. But they like had they a, still
1: They still had Lowry. They still had...
0: They didn't put like, together a super team on the fly. They had Lowry, they had Pascal Siakam, who was good. Siakam
1: wasn't even like that good then. though.
0: But he played pretty well in the playoffs. I mean, no, he was he like a, he, he was a good player. I mean, that no, FVV on the bench, like that OG who was them, hurt, they didn't have- yeah.
1: And it's like now these guys, but it's like I don't think you can say like, oh, that talent was there because they they've gotten better as they've gotten older. Because that was like yeah, four years ago now. Yep, crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's just it, it's worked one time. Like think about it. Like the, the Nets and Clippers couldn't replicate it. No, not even
0: close. Do you what? What do you think happens with Harden?
1: I think I think they trade him. I think because that's just what happens. Like the yeah. guy gets traded. But to who? The, the, he's going to go to the Clippers for pennies on the dollar. It's going to be Markeith Morris.
0: Not the Bucks? Marcus Morris.
1: Mar- Marcus Morris is Mar. Yeah, it's Marcus Morris.
0: Yeah, Marcus. Yeah. Um,
1: he, it's not to the Bucks. No. Not to the Bucks. No, I wouldn't mind it. I, I mean, if it's, if it's for nothing, yeah. Well, that, me, that's the
0: problem, a, though. The Bucks don't have nothing. Give me, like, a,
1: give me a free Jim Harden.
0: It's like, got to be either a core player or Grayson, Pat, Bobby, and that's pretty much the only ways it works. I looked again today. They just don't have enough meaningless salary, which is probably a good thing. It's good, yeah. I mean, they have a, they have a good team.
1: Like this team is very good.
0: I agree. Yeah, this makes
1: me feel so much better about the Bucs.
0: I mean, yeah, look at the East. I mean, and now like the other news, we—I mean, you touched on it, but like Porzingis is maybe gonna have to sit out with a foot injury for Latvia right after signing that extension with Boston. You know, that's not a, a chemistry thing, but that's clearly not ideal for the Celtics' perspective moving forward. But uh, Damian
1: Lillard is still not a member of the Miami Heat. He's still as a I said, of the
0: As I said last time we talked about it, the longer it goes on, the more chance he goes somewhere else. Because l- literally for this, this like what we're seeing with Philly, like, okay, do they finally get motivated and go, listen, ship Harden to the Clippers and get some stuff, take Maxi, whatever else, salary, whatever picks. Like we, we need to get out of here. I need to make sure Embiid doesn't ask out. We will trade for Damian Lillard. Like that's... That's the kind of situation that spurs more action, and then you know that would suck. Lillard and, and Harden, they'd find a way to ruin it though, and then the Heat are just like kind of left holding the bag and just being worse than last year. So it's a fascinating time in the league, and I'm not mad that the Bucks just have like a good rotation locked in, a new coach, new schemes that everyone seems very excited about. I'll say this: I should have said this earlier. This is a Bucks thing. Very late on the pod. Malik Beasley's IG stories. I'm a sucker because I'm all in. Like he's oh, doing all these. Happening. He's doing all these like dribbling workouts. Like he's posting a lot of it. Like it looks good with the ball in his hands. He's posting how he does in the shooting drills. Like he broke. I we already mentioned he broke the the record that Grayson had set. He hit, hit like 90 some out of 100. Like he's working on his handle like every day. He's either in the Bucks facility or working with his trainers. Like I think we're gonna see someone who's extremely motivated clearly needs to prove that he's still a, a good player in the league and get paid this year. Uh, I think he's going to have a good season. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. I just think the bucks, people consider their summer boring. I think it was a very good summer and I'd much rather have boring than the kind of exciting that Philly's having right now. That I mean, is like for the, sure. What,
1: what was the Sixers offseason? They said three centers.
0: Yeah. And then once hurt. And now this, Yeah, which
1: is unfortunate. You can't control for that. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. That's, that's
0: sorry, Montrez. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Get well soon. But
1: like, you, you re-sign Trez. You re-sign. You match Paul the
0: B-ball Reed. Paul. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, it's just the 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 amount of shilling that Shams does for B-ball Paul is kind of. I crazy. know. Um, you uh. Well, and then Mo Bama.
0: Oh yeah. You uh. You get trolled by the Jazz. Oh yeah. The <laughs> okay. offer sheet where his contract yeah. fully guarantees if they make the second round, but not the third round, and it's like, yeah, we assume they'll make it that far. They might not this year. We'll see.
1: Are they going to make the playoffs this year?
0: Yes. Yeah, they
1: will. Yeah. Can you imagine if they didn't, though? It
0: would be very funny. They probably owe someone a pick. I mean, that would be really funny. Imagine if their pick wins the lottery and it's not theirs.
1: Oh, my God. I
0: actually don't know if they owe someone a pick. I think they might owe Brooklyn a pick. I know they owe Brooklyn some stuff, right? Didn't they have to give up stuff in the Harden trade?
1: I think it was like two or three picks.
0: I think they just had two. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. I made noise. Sorry, everyone listening. I did a search and I typed something in wrong and it made noise. Numock showed me NewMock showed me how to turn off any other computer sound besides my mic or Zoom and I, I blew it. I haven't done it. So Numock's NewMock, got one over on me here. Um, I didn't hear it. So that's specific. No, you didn't hear it. I'll, yeah. Every listener heard it. Uh, no, they have their own pick next year. Then they have a top protected in 25 going out and 27 goes to uh, Brooklyn. They they have protection on all of them though, so they won't give up the first overall pick. But they could still give up a good pick, which would be very funny.
1: It would be it would be very 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 funny. But it's just like I'm I'm so excited to be on Twitter for this. Like
0: yeah, x.com.
1: Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Something. Uh, uh, this is. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, Shammet at Fear the Brown for reminding me th- about this. Uh, Tyrese Maxey's rookie extension has not been signed because this is, of this.
0: This is, well, no, but this is, it's also because they want, that, like, their whole thing is cap space next cap year, space. which, like, is not how anything it's, works anymore.
1: No, it's, they, they can have a max of, I believe, $32 million in cap space or something like that,
0: projected. No, they can have more than that, but they can't.
1: It's not too max.
0: No, it's not too max. They, they were, they were lying when they said that, but. But, it's again, it's set to the same idea I talked about of like not valuing relationships, which is the the Mori problem. People go, oh, he's not going to leave like that year. like he'll be restricted. Yeah, that's fine. You
1: know, you know who like who players kind of like in the league? James Harden.
0: Well, just not even that. just like this this is a whole other situation. Like not giving Maxi that max extension, which I think he's clearly earned. like will it will it make sure they can't keep him next summer? No, like he'll be restricted. That's fine. But that's the kind that players remember. That players don't appreciate that when an organization makes them hold out for that money. Because what if, you know, certainly hope it doesn't happen. Of course, Tyrese Maxey gets hurt badly. Like, could be devastating for him and his earning potential. Like, players want to lock that in when they've earned the max. And I just think everything the Sixers do points to, like, valuing, like, every little strategic advantage over their relationships. I think you look at the teams who win, they don't operate that way. You know what's fun? What?
1: It's just like all of this started on Christmas last year.
0: What was Christmas?
1: Uh, Woj tweeted that All-Star guard James Harden is seriously considering a return to the Houston Rockets. That was was
0: on Christmas. Wow. And that I remember the the running joke last year was like, yeah, that's actually a pretty tame season for the Sixers. A guy might leave after the year. That's light work. Easy.
1: Easy money.
0: But I remember oh, i not, equated not for it. James, though. I equated it a met yeah, unfortunately. I met like imagine if that came out about Chris Milton. We'd be sobbing. That yeah. would break us.
1: I'd be in tears every podcast.
0: Yeah. Like the that's just the level of chaos that they're accustomed to versus the box where it's like, I'm still mad at Surge. I tweeted Angrily at still Surge at Ibaka Thon. two weeks ago. Yeah.
1: Like, sorry, Thon. Like
0: You I, gotta be I'm careful so. about Thon though, because we've seen in that oh, in true. that game you know if we're talking about nba players who fight like you're at the you're at the oak creek Meyer. suddenly there's a Postal. 7 7 foot high foot flying at you you could probably I was at just was the oak
1: creek mire the other
0: day oh uh, see uh, did you see uh see any nba players there yeah was admiral uh, there i didn't no. i didn't <laughs> admiral gonna listen to one episode of this podcast and be like what the hell <laughs> why why would I be <laughs> where what's okay <Oakley? laughs> <laughs> why would that's I fight this liar. guy why would I be fight this guy seems pretty nice why'd I fight this guy
1: oh man he'll probably watch the YouTube video okay I understand that yeah
0: oh, okay it's really just because he's jacked that's the whole bit
1: <laughs> yeah and I don't want to fight like the, the, no. the, if you're listening to this ad <laughs> the bit is that I don't want to fight you <laughs> because you're 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 in very good shape (laughs) is
0: there an nba player you do want to fight no yeah that's a good answer
1: what what nba what what player if you had to fight an nba player who would you fight
0: i see i've always given the answer of like or like a competition or something like i would go with Giannis because i just think he's too nice that he wouldn't kill me but i like if i really had to i don't know like i feel like the shorter guys are so scrappy that there's not really a good answer
1: yeah, you really we re, we re, re, really can't like uh, create an advantage with your uh, being smaller than.
0: Them. No, and you're, I'm only going to be like an inch taller max. Like it's not like there's like a five foot four guy I can pick here. Yeah, and would, they're
1: going to be strong as an
0: athlete. And, and I just think scrappy. Like they've been, they've been the small guy in their field for so long. I, I I'd say probably like a big, like probably uncoordinated guy.
1: Andre Drummond.
0: No, no, no. I think he's a really good athlete. No, I would think like. Not Boban either, because he's too big. I mean, yeah, I think Sim, like, you could just take him down and just kind of, like, grapple and then call it.
1: I think think Sabula is, like, 300 pounds, though.
0: That's, well, so you gotta, like, you just knock him over and run.
1: How are you gonna knock him
0: over? Run into his knee. Not to hurt him, but just to knock him over. (laughs)
1: Just go full side into his knee.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's just pretty tear, much like,
1: tears ACL. No,
0: down. no, no. We're just I'm knocking him backwards. Hey, if it's a fight, it's a fight. Things happen. That's you know? true. I'm not trying to hurt anyone, but if I yeah. had to fight Simbula, I mean my shoulders probably at his hip. Like and, I would just and, try and yeah. get him down, and then I would run because obviously it's like the mountain uh, fight on Game of Thrones. Like if he catches me, I'm done.
1: Yeah. And on that note, let's wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Euro here on GSPN and Blue Wire. Make sure you check out gspn.info for all of our links, like Ty mentioned earlier. We're going to be talking to you guys about the World Cup coming up and all things NBA. Uh, all the, we'll follow these Harden Lillard fiascos as they happen. Pod random, and we'll talk to you next time.